0: Okay, so that leads me to my next question. Can I kind of ask two questions in one?
1: Yeah, go. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so along those lines, one of the things I've kind of been obsessing over and I kind of landed on one side of it, but I'm still questioning it, is bringing in someone who I would call revenue generating. In other words, someone who could like do lead calls or do discovery calls versus bringing in someone who would take a host of the admin off of my plate, which would free up more of my time to get better at discovery calls and get more leads, et cetera, et cetera. I've kind of landed on the side of the admin, but it makes me question myself because there's no direct, there's no direct revenue generating that they're bringing in. And then well, the other piece well, of that- freeing
1: up your time is allowing you to generate more revenue.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So the fact that they're going to be freeing up some of your time. So there's, you know, there's, you're right. There's two ways of looking at it. The more time that they free up um, for you mm-hmm. to to do the revenue, um, to generate more revenue, the more revenue you're going to make. Um, but right. there's no reason yeah. why you can't have your cake and eat it too. In that, and you know, my preference is in hiring somebody has always been to look for somebody that already comes with a network.
0: I hadn't even thought about that.
1: That's what I was worried about. Right. So, And that's why we're having this conversation. So
0: yeah, those,
1: those people that already come with a network mm-hmm. okay, are never going to cost you any money, provided that they believe in you enough to tap into that, those networks. And those people that come with networks have already proven their value because they wouldn't be able to retain a network if they didn't have value.
0: How would I find that person, though? I mean, that it feels like a tall order. Someone who will work. I mean, I'm not paying a huge amount of money. Yet. Somebody who will work for the amount. I mean, I think I'm paying an okay amount for the Bay Area, but it's not huge but somebody who will work for not a great amount of money at a part-time job and yet is tapped into a network of people.
1: But nobody works, nobody works too long for not a, not a lot. So how can you incentivize them? So that way, if they do bring value to you, that they will feel rewarded for that value that they bring.
0: And I also remind you, Ellen, that you said the same thing about your studio space.
1: It's exactly, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Anita.
0: <laughs> I'm Anita. <laughs>
1: it's
0: true, I did. I did.
1: It's a tall wow. order. I heard that before. It's
0: true. Stop
1: smoking crack, Steve. I've heard that before. <laughs> but I think it's almost like our clients. When we get our clients on the phone, um. We've done clients for so many years, but because of the questions we ask, so much is left undiscovered, right. right? And until we open up the door to certain things, we'll never know. But if this becomes part of your criteria and part of what you want, suddenly you begin to see the things that you want. It's almost like when you decide to buy a new car, you know, you suddenly you see this car everywhere. But all I'm trying to do is open up your conscious awareness to the possibility that there are people out there that um, do come with networks. And right. if you have somebody that has similar skill sets and, and similar um, possibility to become an employee, I would prefer mm-hmm. you to be employing that one that comes with a, um, a network network because there's less risk. Um, And I believe people build value around them and that person has done that and retained that. So they're more proven.
0: How would you tease that out in an interview? Like how would you find out if someone has a network?
1: Ask them. What networks do you have around you? And assume they have it.
0: (laughs) That's a really easy answer.
1: (laughs) Right. If you were, if you were to take on this role, what networks could you bring? Um,
0: Right. Right. And it's making me think because I think that where my brain was going was, do I want to hire a photographer versus a non-photographer? But now listening to you talk, I'm like, there's the dog world, which I'm pretty involved with here. And there could easily be somebody in dog land
1: well, don't forget too that past clients also make great employees.
0: Right.
1: So don't discount a past right. client because past client, depending upon the role, okay, past clients make great employees because particularly if they've spent four or five thousand, ten thousand dollars with you, they are already a raving fan and believe in you. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
1: This whole oh my god it's ninety degrees out there is you know the, an excuse for us seeing this beautiful wind blowing through your hair and for you looking <laughs> so windswept and <laughs> I feel like you know we're on a bold and the beautiful interview here, <laughs> so um, so don't discount past clients. Um, And if anything, if a a past client stands out to you as um, somebody that has the personality, has um, the qualities that you're looking for, uh, there's nothing wrong with you reaching out and saying, um, hey, I was just thinking, I'm just thinking about you. I'm um, thinking of employing my first employee. And if I was going to employ somebody, I would want somebody just like you. Who do you know that's just like you?
0: I actually Um, can see that person in my head right now. She's not going to leave her job, but she might know somebody.
1: Well, that gives her the opportunity to say, Hey, Alan, you know, I've got a great job, but I believe in you so much that maybe I would leave my job for you, Alan, (laughs) because who wouldn't want that?
0: Especially with the wind machines.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) So it's happened quite often, but I think, um, getting people that add value. And there was an interview that I did with um, Rachel. It's online. Um, and we're talking specifically about this and bringing these networks into your business um, and how she's going about doing that. Cause she used to work for a past jewel. She used to work for a jeweler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of her personality, and this is what I mean, because of her personality, mm-hmm. the clients that came into that jewelry store connected with her as a person, And she's maintained um, that circle, even though she's had three jobs between that jeweler and now, um, Mm -hmm. she's maintained that circle. And these are people that will spend $10,000 on a ring.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So until we opened up the possibility of that this person could exist, we would never find it.
0: Right, right.
1: And then when we hired Raheel's staff member, you know, she was, Running, working in a um, on a makeup counter, running the makeup division in a in a small department store that focused on um, high level um, high level uh, experiences. They, you know, they would have a special area that their A grade clients would come in, and it's personal shopping experiences. And then, because we asked the right questions, we also found out that she would also run um, events because she built up such a great rapport with her clients, her best clients. She would ask them if they would host events at their home. So, these multi million dollar homes then turn into a department store for them because she's built this great. Um, rapport with them and they would invite 20 or 30 of their best friends she would she would come in because they love her so much and her personality so this is a proven person Alan
0: so I have not even thought about that as usually you're blowing my mind
1: (laughs) so I I think those people are out there right okay and when we first talked to this girl Raheel's like she's never going to leave this job she's the head of this department and she's she was talking You know, they were talking like you. Who's going to leave their job for me? But they're over it. And they want something different. And they want a new challenge. And, okay, we're not offering as much yet. But if she becomes tried and proven um, and they're adding value, why would you not reward somebody that's adding value?
0: And would you reward based on, like, a certain amount of money for every client they brought in or a percentage of the sale? or?
1: I much prefer to make it on an overall for the month of what they bring in um, because then it's, you know. They what do might you mean? Bring...
0: Like the total sale and then you give them a percentage of that? Is that what you mean by the end well, of the
1: month? Set, set some targets for the month that are, are directly related to, you know, what they're contributing. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yes, there might be a great sale and they're getting a percentage of that, but then they might give you five shit ones. And so overall, you're making a loss on that person right but if you make it a percentage of a great sale then you're paying the money on
0: and bringing in the right person not just sending you yeah but
1: it's it's, about, it's about consistently bringing in the right people not about one great sale like anybody can do you know and, and you hear this all the time in all this facebook group, oh my god i did a five thousand dollar sale it's the only sale they've done all month um you know, or it never happens. You can't base a business based on your highest sale. It's about consistency. And how do you reward them based on that consistency? Right. So in I would prefer it to be, you know, on, on a broader, the reward to be broader than just a percentage of the good sales, because right. that doesn't make up for the shitty sales that they potentially yeah. could bring in. And they should be more motivated um, to, to be more consistent if it's, a broader, a broader thing.
0: Okay, can I ask you another question? And guys,
1: I want this to be a conversation. Like this isn't just about me and Alan. I'm sure that you guys have your own sort of thing. So feel free to to come in because Anita, I think, you know, you, you should be hiring somebody and same with you, Michelle. And Richard, you know, you're about to launch in, into a new studio. So, you know, let's make this conversational. There's no need for this to be me pounding alan all the time <laughs> because you all are that you are all like i'm sitting in front of five valuable people four valuable people um and you all are really valuable so please don't feel as though this isn't part you you don't have anything to contribute okay. this is the essential place for you to go to help you strategize your next move to guarantee success. The Platinum membership is filled with multiple courses that cover every facet that you'll ever need for your business. The community itself is such a resource. Being able to share your journey with people that are also going through the same journey as you is essential to your success. We pull from our community what they need the most so we can build courses that are relevant to you. You can share even the smallest of successes as well as your failures because your failures are stepping stones to success. Platinum membership will be one of the best decisions you've ever made in your business and we've built that for you.